Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Yo soy Ali. Y yo soy Di. Y hoy les contaremos de un caso que sucedió en el estado de Hidalgo. Desde pequeño siempre nos dicen que las autoridades son los que se encargan de arrestar los villanos del cuento. Pero a veces la comunidad toma el poder a sus propias manos por los crímenes horrendos que pueden cometer sus habitantes. En el caso de hoy, la muerte de una joven de 16 años y su bebé de 3 meses desencadenaron la emoción de sus vecinos en la comunidad de El Coyoco, en Cuauhtepec, municipal vecino de Tulancingo, en el estado de Hidalgo, sobre sus puestas brujas. Este es el caso de Beatriz Sánchez y las hermanas Rodríguez Olvero, también conocidas como las descuartizadoras de Hidalgo. Advertencia, la información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning, the information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape and violence. Listen with caution. Las gemelas Dulce y Rosa Rodríguez Olvera, de 24 años, acudieron a las oficinas de un adivino estote, also known as a brujo, después de tratar de encontrar la cura de que pudiera ayudar a su mamá a recuperarse de su enfermedad de cirosis. Al contrario, las hermanas Rodríguez eh, se enfrentaron con la desdicha del brujo que les aseguró que su cuñada Beatriz Sánchez la tenían embrujada a su mamá a ellas, a sus hermanos, a su papá y a su familia. Beatriz era una joven de 16 años que se había casado con uno de los hermanos 
de um, dulce y rosa. Su hermano tenía 40 años y vivía en la ciudad de Pachuca. Entonces, ella se quedaba allí en, en el pueblo y su esposo vivía en la ciudad. Durante este tiempo, Beatriz tuvo un hijo de tres meses. Apenas había cumplido los tres meses. Pero Rosa y Dulce siempre lo acusaban y decían que no era el hijo de su hermano. You know, because there's such a big age gap, they automatically assume, you know, she was probably fooling around with somebody. Because she's 16. 16 and he was 40. 40. Okay. So there's like a huge age gap. Even though the mom, the Beatriz, Juana, kept reiterating, you know, yes, that's your, that's your brother's son. You are, that's your nephew. Pero cuando pasaba el tiempo, ellas decían que Beatriz las maltrataba mucho, les hablaba, like, they would back talk to her, de que no las respetaba, que siempre hacía de las suyas y al final lo único que le interesaba era el dinero. Trágicamente, su madre falleció de su enfermedad y las hermanas empiezan a creer las palabras del brujo. Durante este tiempo, discus de, discusionaban más y más con, con Beatriz. Las discusiones empezaban a ser más verbal, más uh, bruscas, y al punto de que... Hasta el punto de que su papá las corrió de la casa. Because they lived in this vencida, you know, like where there's like a whole bunch of homes together. Okay. They all lived in kind of like a little complex. Okay. So the dad ended up corriendo las de la main house. And ¿El they dad moved. de ellas o de Beatriz? De papá. The papá owned the house. Beatriz vivía con ellas y el papá en la casa. Entonces, um, su papá de ellas las corrió porque they started to argue way too much. Okay. So he, he ended up kicking them out based on the fights that they would have. So the sisters ended up moving out to a house that was nearby, the, the, the right by his house. Okay. En su confesión con las autoridades, Rosa explica que después de sus discusiones con su padre, ella le hablaba a su hermano, a su hermano Bernardo Rodríguez, de 40 años, que vive en la ciudad de Pachuca. Le contó que ella y Dulce habían tenido una discusión con su padre y que las corrió de la casa. También le contaron que su esposa practicaba brujería y que habían hechizado a su padre con términos de matar a la familia y ser la única heredera y quedarse con todas las propiedades. Wow. Mm -hmm. So they were believing and everything and anything the brujo was telling them. Rosa was known to constantly go to a brujo because she believed yeah. that she was, you know, being, being, you know, had bad energy, and she just wanted to get cleansed. So, you know, that's where it all comes from. During this time, Rosa explica que al enterarse que Beatriz era una bruja, Dulce y Beatriz no la iban a matar luego, luego. Querían tener evidencias de que Beatriz era una bruja. Luego, no querían, you know, jump into conclusions and go after and like do something stupid right away. Un día, 
como hace una semana antes de que ocurriera el crimen, Rosa y Dulce van caminando por la calle en la noche, pasan por la casa de su papá y ven la sombra del diablo enfrente de la casa de su papá. Y esa era como the sign that they had. Proof. That, yeah, that Beatriz was a bruja. And they were like, you know what? From this moment on, we have to make a plan. We have to murder this woman before she murders our whole family, murders our father, and takes away what's ours. Desde ese momento empezaron a planar. ¿Qué iban a hacer? Oh, yeah, they did. They empezaron a planear cómo lo iban a hacer, qué iban a hacer. So from this point on, we already know it's premeditated. Um, so, you know, they're already... It was planned. Yeah, so it wasn't like, oh, accident. It was already planned. Para clarificar, Rosa era la más creyente de todo esto que decían que era bruja y, y todo. Pero Dulce era más... She was more of a skeptic. Dulce decía que esto no puede ser cierto, no, yo no creo en eso, no creo que sea bruja. Um, pero después de que vio la sombra del diablo, le empezó a dar miedo. Ella empezó a decir, en verdad no creía que esto era verdad, ahora te creo, ahora tenemos que hacer este plan. Después, durante esa semana, se acordaron que su papá iba a ir a Pachuca para ir a recoger una camioneta. Para darle como la, like the, the, the amount of time that that would happen would be an hour ride from uh, basically Tulancingo to the city of Pachuca. Es una hora de distancia. So una hora de ida y el tiempo que se quede ahí okay, y una hora de regreso. Como unas tres, cuatro horas. Hours, yeah. Durante ese tiempo, ellas pensaron, vamos a hacer, vamos a matar a Beatriz durante ese tiempo. Esa noche, las hermanas cuentan que no podían dormir porque andaban pensando en lo que Beatriz les pudiera hacer cuando las tratara de asesinar. Mencionaban que pensaban que Beatriz iba a usar sus poderes para paralizarlas o peor, convertirlas en gallinas, matarlas, cocinarlas y al final consumirlas. Wow. Yeah. They were really interesting. That went from one thing, from one extreme to another. Yeah. Really quick. Really quick. El próximo día, Dulce vigilaba la casa de su papá para ver que su papá se fuera a Pachuca. En ese momento, Rosa empezó a empacar una soga, una estatua de Cristo, un rosario, agua bendita del templo y un libro de oraciones en una funda de una almohada. Cuando su papá se retiró de su vivienda, Dulce entra a la casa con miedo, temblando y sudando. Y explica que tenía mucho miedo, porque Beatriz era una bruja, y tenía miedo que les pudiera hacer algo. That they wouldn't be able to, you know, go through it. Que ella, ella las iba a matar. That they couldn't defend themselves because of her powers. Yeah, exactly. Entran a la casa y dicen que la casa se sentía helada. Se sentía helada, que no, no se sentía como un hogar. Dicen que van caminando en la casa y no se oye ni un ruido. Y como están en esa, you know, in this whole, like, world, they think that all of these are signs. That, they're in that mentality, so they're like, 
Yeah. Maybe the AC was on. Maybe something was going The window yeah, they was don't open. Have... But for them, it was like, no. No, this is she's a, a witch. Yeah. At this time, both Dulce and Rosa run towards the room where Beatriz is located. Dulce pushes Beatriz. They both end up falling in the floor and they began to pull each other's hair, scratch each other, biting each other. Just, you know, a fight, fighting completely on the floor. Durante todo este tiempo, Rosa agarra su Cristo, lo saca de su bolsa con un rosario y les empieza a tirar agua bendita mientras están peleando en el piso. En ese momento, Dulce agarra el Cristo y le empieza a pegar a Beatriz en la cabeza. Hasta que ya no se mueve. She gets completely unconscious on the floor. When that happens, agarran la soga y la empiezan a estrangular. Dice que en uno de esos momentos, ella deja de la cuerda y la agarra con las manos. Y la empieza a estrangular hasta que le sale la lengua de la boca. Oh y ella y Rosa lo describe como le sale la lengua de la boca como si fuera una serpiente. So for her, it was even a bigger sign. Like she's a witch. She, she even has the tongue of a serpent. You know, to that extreme. Uh -huh. Durante este momento, se tienen un pánico. No saben qué van a hacer después de eso. Ya que el cuerpo de Beatriz no estaba, no estaba moviéndose y ya estaba muerta, um, Rosa y Dulce empiezan a cargar el cuerpo fuera de la recámara para llevarla al, um, al, al patio de la casa. Cuando van caminando fuera del, del cuarto, el bebé empieza a llorar. En pánico, Dulce corre al cuarto agarra el bebé y lo azota a la pared. Oh my God. Yes. And sadly, the baby passes away. That was impulsive. Very. Very. They, they, they explain it as they didn't want people to hear the, the baby cry and assume that something was wrong. Dicen que la razón por que lo agarraron y lo azotaron es porque like it wasn't just a you know a cry like it was like really loud and very strong to the point that like it almost sounded like they were hurting him when they weren't even touching him it was a red flag yeah people yeah they would call the police yeah so their prop their the whole intention was like let's get rid of the kid and the body and like they, let's just get rid of both of them why not pick up the baby and try to calm him down yeah but you know they ended up bringing both of the bodies down to the courtyard of the home. They started planning out what they were going to do and what was going to happen. What was the next step on how to get rid of the bodies? Rosa ends up going into her father's tool shed and getting a shovel and trying to dismember uh, Beatriz's body. But when she ends up putting the shovel onto her, like to her um, limbs, the 
the, the blade of the um, shovel breaks. So they, they were like, fuck, what do we do now? They ended up putting both the baby and Bethy's in a bag, like in a sack, and dragging them to their house. To their house? Yes, to their house. When they arrive to the house, they get a axe and um, like these shears that they use to cut chicken bones to try to dismember the body. And they end up thinking, we can burn the bodies. And when we burn the bodies, the enchantment is over. We burn them both. Se quema la brujería. Entonces, empiezan a cortar el cuerpo. Pero no lo cortaron bien, se puede decir. You know, cruelly, they didn't cut it right. So they tried to shove both the baby and half of the torso of Beatriz into their wooden stove. I don't know cómo es en Durango, pero en Pachuca tienen como un comal donde le ponen leña para calentar la comida. Yeah, so they tried to shove the half of her body into that little box where they put the lenga in and put the baby's body in there. During this moment, they realized that the, the body isn't burning fast enough. So oh they're God, just- The story just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. So they're just leaving the body there, trying to let it burn. Oh my God. I know, it's intense. But during this time, uno de sus hermanos viene a preguntarle a Dulce y a Rosa a dónde está Beatriz. Cuando viene acercándose a la casa, ve que las muchachas están quemando el cuerpo. He feels astonished and shocked and runs off and tells people to call the police. During this time, Dulce and Rosa figure out that they have already been caught. So they pack up the rest of the body of, of Rosa and the remaining body of the baby. Oh, Beatriz. Uh, yeah, the baby and, and, and Beatriz. They drag the body and they run to the mountains to escape. Wait, hold on, they escape with the bodies? Yeah, pero como ya no es un, ya no es, un body es entero, body ya está más chico, se van con el cuerpo y se van a las montañas. Durante ese tiempo, todas las, las personas del pueblo se van juntando y amontonando y van a las montañas a buscarlas. Cuando llegan a las montañas, no las encuentran. Y el papá de, de, de Rosa y de Dulce va llegando al pueblo. Y él, y él es el que las lleva a donde ellas están. Porque si no, his daughters, and he knows the campo. So, los va y los lleva. During this time, the villagers end up throwing rocks at them, hitting them in the head, like on stuff to like, you know, try to lynch them. Because they realized that, you know, the cops were pretty much not gonna do anything or take forever to get there. So might as well kill the people that decided to kill a 16 year old girl and her son. It sounds like those like Hollywood um, 
how they would kill witches back then. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. If you've ever, you know, read about the Salem witch trials, you know that, you know, most of these witches were burned at the stake. In reality, they weren't really burned. They were really, like, squished or lynched or thrown rocks at or smashed with rocks. But in, in este pueblo, las en verdad las querían matar. Hasta una mujer les gritó, ella no era una bruja, ustedes. Kind of saying, you try to kill an innocent mother for your own greed, but in reality, you are the witches because you're doing all these things because you, you, know, you think they're witches. But right when they were about to lynch them, the police arrive and rescues them from being mobbed by the villagers. But let me remind you, this is only Rosa's account. This is only what Rosa says. Dulce, on the other hand, when she was restrained, they put her in a different room. And this is the fucked up part. You know, sorry. But this is the fucked up part. Dulce was restrained in chains and tortured by the authorities in order to give a statement. She was stripped out of her clothes with no bra, no underwear, and just her covering her body. During this time, the police were actually laughing at her because they told her it was a joke. Like, there were, it was a joke between them. And she was doing it because she didn't know. Es una muchacha de pueblo, no sabe cómo pasan estas cosas. Y, las, y la policía, you know, took advantage of that and told her to strip off of her clothes, get completely naked, got chained up, got cigarette buds, um, like uh, placed out on her breast and she was getting whipped by the cops. So during this whole time, she was being tortured while her sister was trying to confess in the other room of what happened and the accounts that were going on. While her sister only repeated that Beatriz era una bruja. Beatriz es una bruja y la teníamos que matar. That was the only thing she was saying. She didn't confess to anything. She didn't say anything. She just said, Beatriz es una bruja y la tenemos que matar. Later on, the police start to um, explain that these women didn't have any remorse for what they did. They said that they needed to do this in order for the enchantment to die. Ellas continuaban diciendo que esto era brujería, que ellas tenían que hacer esto. En uno de estos momentos, unas de ellas dice, mira esto, esto es brujería, esto es lo que tengo. Se subió la, la camisa y enseñó una parte de su, de su piel que estaba reseca, bien seca, seca, seca. Y ella, she would point at it and say, this is witchcraft, this is where the witchcraft is, this is where me hicieron brujería, aquí está. Y luego la otra hermana, Decía, sí, eso es bujería. Y mira esto. Se subió la camisa. And in her back, she had scratches. Because the witch had scratched her back. If we we're thinking about this, I, like, you know, realistically, this patch could easily be dry skin or, like, an infection or a rash. 
some skin disorders yeah like there's so many skin like conditions, uh, yeah. conditions that could happen but she was adamant about it being witchcraft and the other one it's a scratch you could easily get scratched from anything you know it doesn't always have to be something paranormal for it to happen you know yes you know. for them it made sense yeah to fit their story yeah but they also ended up saying that Rosa was explaining, yes, this witchcraft that she, that, that she has in her skin, I tried to cleanse it. Lesia limpias de huevo y nunca se iba, nunca se iba. So this is how invested they were in witchcraft, that they would try to do cleanses and like try to go to brujos and get answers. And they, they believed in, in what the brujos said. They never tried to look outside of that. They didn't go to a doctor to confirm anything else. Well, in one of the interviews, they actually said, we went to many doctors and none of them could give us an answer of what it was. She's like, but they said, they said it was cirrhosis. But we never know if it was cirrhosis. But their mom had it. Their mom died of cirrhosis. But they didn't believe the doctors when they said this that it was cirrhosis. But this was all their first confession, right when they got uh, detained. But as time went on, and they decided to give another confession, this is where the story completely changes. Rosa and Dulce explained that the whole time this happened was when Rosa was in a room doing her regular chores and was attacked by Bethany's. She said that she placed the baby on the bed and pounced at her and attacked her and pushed her to the floor. She explains that since Beatrice was a lot larger and stronger than her, that she was easily thrown on the floor. She says that that's when she knew she had to, you know, fight for her life. She was a victim. Yes. Here we go with the with murderers always saying that they're the victim. Exactly. During this time, dice que Dulce entra de recoger leña de, de, del campo y regresa a la casa y lo único que ve es sangre de Rosa y tenía que proteger a su hermana. Entonces las dos atacan a Beatriz. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Trying to blame it on someone who can't speak up. Exactly. Can't defend themselves. Exactly. During this time, they said that Beatriz has like a bandana in her arm, and they use that to strangle her because she had so much force and so much power that she was overpowering them. So they said that they strangled her with that, and that uh, that's when they eventually killed her by accident. And then the baby cried and they threw the baby because they were in a panic. They didn't know what to do. Después de que esto pasó, um, Beatriz uh, está muerta, el bebé está muerto. Y Rosa y Dulce dicen, hicimos esto en defensa propia. Y ustedes ya saben lo demás. So they didn't even have the courtesy to end the statement. They just said, we're just giving you this and you know the rest. 
of the story. The sisters are now in jail, facing up to 80 years in prison. They explain that they're taking this time as another form of school. Because when they first got arrested, they were very soft-spoken, very, like, narrow-minded. They didn't know much about life. So they're taking this experience as a learning experience. During an interview, they asked them, do you regret what you did? They said, yes, we do regret what we did, but we don't regret our actions of how we did it. So, in other words, they regret that they got caught, basically. They also explained that the brujo that told them to kill Beatriz should be in jail too. They said, because of what they told them, that he should be in prison because he told them to kill an innocent woman. Wait, so he said kill her? Yes. He said that you have to be careful of your cuñada because your cuñada is the one that's doing brujería towards you guys and is eventually going to kill you guys. Okay. So they said, we want him to be in prison too because he told us to kill an innocent woman and an innocent child in order for us to keep you know, our family alive and our properties and our money and our inheritance. However, this brujo by the name of Mario explained that he doesn't know who these women are. And in fact, he never met them or ever told them that this was witchcraft. They... Interesting. <laughs> yeah. What do you believe? Yeah, exactly. So it's like kind of like he said, he said, she said yeah. situation. So, um, yeah. The brujo literally told the cops, like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're lying. They're lying. They did it on their own, like, so. They made this whole thing up and... Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Entonces, este es el caso de las hermanas Rodríguez Olvera. Y el caso de Beatriz Sanchez. That's crazy. Right? Like, evil exists. It does. It's out there. It does. And and the interesting part is that, you know, this woman or this young lady died because these women believed so strongly in, you know, a spiritual um, thing without, like, having concrete evidence. Without proof, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it was all like, oh, you know, this person told us because of, you know, the cards or because, you know, he saw something or whatever. Must be true. Yeah. And in and also like Rosa's infatuation with brujería, like um with you know getting you know her cards read or like with brujería. Not exactly her practicing it, but her um I guess like her obsession with I guess getting saved in a way because you know the whole like holy the the you know trying to s cleanse the 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 energy that they had in the house because she thought it was evil um and it kind of goes into that realm of like not knowing what's reality and 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 you know not trying to identify what is actually physically there and what um you take as like he say she say situations and try to take that into your own like hands it opens up the door to other concepts other conversations like 
does brujeria exist? Yeah. Like, is there, like, real, like, evil out there? Yeah. Like, are, reading the cards, are these things true? Like, it just, I mean, everybody has their own... Belief, yeah. Belief, if it's true or not. But they took it. They internalized it. They were like, this is real, and... And this is a reason... He's not lying to us. Yeah. And it's like, this is the reason why, you know, we should... We have to protect our family. Yeah. And it's also, like, to me, it's like... It's... It's interesting that they decided to... To go to that extent. Like, I know if you don't have a good relationship with cuñada cuñado or whatever, it's fine. It happens in, in, in every family. But, um... There's no reason for you to do such things to, like, prove a point, you know? Because for me, it almost felt like they were more interested in, like, protecting their land and protecting their, like, herencias and stuff instead of, like, thinking about it and that's a life that I'm going to take. It's a human being. He's my brother's wife. Yeah. It's my nephew. Yeah. They didn't care. They no. no remorse. No remorse at all. Like they were so calm. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't have any like regret over what they did. Like I don't know. I wonder if like si hacen, um like evaluations, like psychological evaluations, they're gonna find. They're gonna find, they're gonna find something. something. In there. There's some intense diagnosis in there. They're gonna find something. Yeah. And these two women. Yeah, and I, and what I found more interesting is that they, uh, one of the cops during an interview that they were doing, they said. He's like, I've seen a lot of cases where it's like, you know, multiple people, but oh, they come from different aspects of life or like they're like brother and sister, or like husband and wife or whatever. But I've never seen one that it's been twins. And like they had like such a deep connection because they were twins. And like they committed this murder um, and kind of wanted to protect each other. So even when Rosa was getting interviewed and Dulce was getting tortured, her only thought was like, I want to finish this interview or whatever. Where's my sister? Like, I need my sister. Where's my sister? And even in jail, they're like together, you know? So it, it's this, this relationship, you could kind of tell that, you know, something must be wrong. And I'm not saying that, you know, just because you're twins, there's something wrong with you, but like, their obsession with this codependency between each other um, just shows that like there has to be more to it. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, sadly, I I couldn't find a lot of things on them. Like I couldn't find like their background or like. When did their this life. happen again? This happened in two thousand and eight. Okay, it's been a while. Now. Yeah. So this all happened in two thousand eight. Um, and hopefully something comes out later. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Just to get more information. It, 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 because it's an interesting case, yeah. especially the way that they started, you know, believing, the, uh, you know, a brujo and uh, kind of losing touch with reality um, just because of what somebody pulled out of a deck, which, you know, I've, from what I've read and heard about is like, yeah, they could read you like your your fortune through like tarot cards, but everything can change, you know. And I feel like if if you had to go to that extent to like see about brujería and like who's doing what to you or like to your family or whatever, it's 
it, it's become an obsession, you know? It's not healthy because she was going to him regularly. It wasn't like she was going to him like once a year or like whenever she felt weird or something. It was like, no, she was going to him regularly. It seems like, yeah, la relación entre ellas, it wasn't good. Yeah. Like, no estaba ahí. And it kind of seems like she just, they needed just something, reasons enough to just to do this. Yeah. They just were looking for something just to justify. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. It's poor, pobre Beatriz y el niño. Definitely. Two innocent people. And the, what really, like, tug at my, like, heartstrings was that the baby was three months old. And the saddest part is that the baby didn't even have a name yet. So, like, the baby was like a newborn. Like, he wasn't, he, he wasn't part of it, you know? It's inhumane. Like, they didn't care. Exactly. And then after, like, the time they took into, you know, cutting her into pieces and, oh, this didn't work, let's do this thing. And, oh, this didn't work, let's do something else. Yeah. There was no remorse, no feelings no. there, nothing. All they cared about was each other. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I know. So this was like a really hard case to go through and um, definitely, uh, you know, one of those interesting cases because of, of what is, you know, what caused it. Um, There's but, unanswered yeah, questions too. Very. Um, but we'd like to know what you think about this case and um, if you have any thoughts or like any information that you have found on this case would be really interesting to us. Um, so, you know, we're opening the conversation to you guys to see, you know, what you guys have to say. So um, you can follow us at um, SVSM underscore podcast on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And um, you can find us on Facebook as Sobrelindo Sermacafro Podcast. And uh, yeah, we want to hear about you guys, you know, talk to us. Leave us messages. Thanks for all the support. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Listening to us weekly. Yeah, definitely. Yes, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.